Hey folks, welcome to another podcast with Jamie Ryder. My name is Rob Cott. I'm helping Jamie make the podcast and also being a very curious fella, asking him questions about the work he does. He is super curious and with his technical expertise, he's doing stuff that I have no knowledge on whatsoever. <laughs> In the first episode, we looked at what was an arc. Well, I asked you a bunch of questions to find out what an arc was because I didn't know. And it was a super interesting journey because you didn't know the questioning was really interesting, but the, the insight was really amazing. Yes. And then last, well, the second episode, we looked at the types of narcs that are out there, mainly the three types that yes. we broke down. Yeah. We looked at narcissism. We looked at gaslighting. We looked at um, sociopath. And the third episode was leaving a relationship with a narc. Absolutely. So we looked at a whole host of things to make sure that you are safe, um, both mentally, physically, that you've got a support network around you, that your kids are okay, um, that you've got a place to live, and also um, that you get your finances in order. So now I guess the most logical next step and the part that I'd be curious about is what happens after you've gone through that process? Absolutely. Like life after a narcissist. You know, the questions that I get um, time and time again, how am I going to prevent Get, getting into a relationship with another narcissist. Um, I'm, I, I don't trust myself anymore. Um, I'm fearful of relationships. Um, I quite often get things like um, all men or all women, depending on, on, on where this narcissism has come from, um, suck. And I, can, I can't trust again. The other thing I get is um, a significant issue is how do I protect my kids? I'm going to use some liberties here because I want to put you on the spot this time. Great. All right. So we're going to be talking about your sister. <laughs> okay. Continue. You know, so what I want you to assume, and when you're asking these questions and the headspace I want you to get into, is we're actually talking about your sister has been in a narcissistic relationship and she has been absolutely broken there. Now, when she moved into this relationship, she was a powerhouse of a woman. She had a career. She was she knew where she was going. She was fun. She was happy. She had great skin tone, just an amazing woman. Wait, skin okay, skin tone. Yep. As in healthy. <laughs> the physicality, right. trust me, the physicality of people that have gone through this level of abuse. Right. There is, I've actually got one beautiful, amazing woman that has sent me a before and after shot. So, their physical appearance Physical changes. appearance is night and day difference. So, the only reference I have that is people who take drugs um, and they abuse their body. Is that's No, mental anguish is a different, different, completely different look. This woman, and when you see the two pictures side by side, so you have one where the skull, the color had gone out of her facial palette, the, the, the skin color had, had gone pale. Mm. Her eyes were sunken in. She had black rings around the eye. The eyeballs itself, you're looking at a woman where when I was looking into her eyes, you're looking at, it's almost like there's, there's, I'm not, no longer home. There's not life in the eye. Mm. Um, the lips are different. Um, in this particular image, just a face was drawn in and it wasn't that she was, you know, anorexic or anything, just depleted, mm. just like the body and the mind and the spirit were not in the same place mm. and the body was that was getting the life sucked out of it because of the mental anguish. So when I say that, when I say the skin tone and so forth, there is a look of someone that's gone through psychological torture mm. and that's what we're talking about here. I've never thought about people who've been through psycholo psychological trauma to have those physical, well, to have those physical signs. So that's interesting. I wonder, sorry, this is maybe we'll be taking a line of the question away from what we're talking about. Uh, uh, no, let's not do that. Because <laughs> I feel like there's a whole tangent of questions that would be But curious. the whole point about bringing this into something personal is so when you ask the questions, you're actually looking going, um, 
you know, we're, we're now bringing it to your sister. Yeah. Now, your sister, this is, you know, she hasn't gone through anything like this, you know, but I'm just a hypothetical. So, when you ask it, you understand the mindset that we're looking at. Right. And you're asking the question going, this is, my, I, I need to help my sister. Yeah. Right? And okay. if she's blessed with that, then that's great. Yeah. All right. Happy to take it from that angle. All right. What's, yeah. what's next? So, she's come up to you and she's basically said to you that I have no worth. Right. I would probably be like, what are you talking about? That's a silly thought. Like, of yep. course you have self-worth. Yep. Like, think of all the things you've done. Think of all the things you've achieved. Think of all the people that you interact with that love you. Like, can you feel that? I'll try and explain that feeling to her. Yeah. Um, she's now going to take this pen, take the lid off, and she's going to stab you in the eye. Because I've said something that she's heard a lot? Yeah. It, it, it's information that um, you've got to remember this is, this is years and years of torture, psychological torture. Right. Um, and the words of it'll be okay, you'll be right, think of the positive and all that, well, it's beyond that point. Mm. Kind of like saying to an alcoholic, like, knock it off. It's like taking saying to, to, to a, a drug addict, like, we'll just stop taking it. Mm. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, that, yeah, I didn't think of that. Mm. All right. So, these people have been psychologically tortured. Psycholo- they've been made to believe, understand a belief. You know, what is something that you believe to your core, right? Now you're saying, no, 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 just knock that shit off. Something that's taken you years to develop a belief in. This is what's happened. And they've got years and years and years of individual situations where it's been reaffirmed into their mind. Mm. And this is what makes it so tragic and so painful is that they get knocked down a step. Now, I think I used the analogy in, in the last episode in relation to running a marathon you know, or getting into a boxing match, you've run a marathon, you've got to the 25 mile mark, which is the point where the human body doesn't want to continue. And you've still got a mile to travel. It does that mile. Mentally, when you cross that line, you see people collapse because at that point, you you mentally have then said, "Um, I'm done. This is where they're at. And this is where you're asking them to start the battle. So we're at that point now. Right. My my sister just left. Yep. Let's just say- She needs support. Okay. Right. So, the way in which we deal with this is we run people through um, the RISE program. Um, and I'll, I'll talk about the, the, the components of the program, right? So, it's not about flogging the program. It's talking about the process that we go through. Now, like anything, sometimes you have to pick something up one last time to put it down forever, you know? So, there's a reflection piece. So, if I asked the question and said, right, what I need you to do is I'm going to separate you from absolutely everything. So, whether you've got a job, kids, you know, your past, hobbies, religions, whatever it might be, I'm going to separate you from everything. Now, answer me this question. Who are you? Now, if you can't answer that, which would be challenging for most people because it's something that we're not taught. One of the things we go through life being told is what we're not and what you shouldn't be. All right? What you should be, but who are you? When were we sat down to have that discussion? Mm. Right? But if you want to have true self-worth, and, and, and it's critical that you understand who you are. But understanding who you are is just part of the story. Because to understand who you are, you need to understand where you've come from. Right Now, you've come from your past. There's nothing that you can do to change your past. However, what you can do is change the, per- the perception of what your past is and was. So what I'm talking about is you've suffered traumas, you've suffered great stuff, you've suffered a whole host of stuff. Now, if it's great, right, you've left great behind and you've picked up the lessons, the experience and the wisdom, and then you duplicate it, you triple down on it, right? When it's trauma, you leave the lesson, the wisdom, the knowledge behind and you bring the trauma forward. 
So when I ask people, you know, tell me about yourself. Well, I was in a narcissistic relationship and I'm worthless. Uh, well, not really the question I'm asking, right? Okay, that's some of the roads you've traveled, mm. but what lessons have you learned? You know, um, how has it affected your compassion, your empathy, your strength, your diligence? You know, and the answers are smashed all of them. The reality is when we dig into that, that's not what it's done at all. You've actually evolved in every single character trait. So it's like the, the, the analogy I've used time and time again of that of going to the gym, right? You go in the gym and you stress your muscles. What happens to your muscles once you've stressed them? They grow. They become, you know, have more endurance, more fitness. You know, it's not all about growth, but you, you understand what I'm saying. You know, in, in order to to get your high school diploma, you have to put in a whole heap of crap to go go through all the crap of school to get it. You don't talk about the school, you talk about the diploma, it's the end result. Well, the diploma you have here is a diploma in life, but what is it? What does it consist of? If you don't understand it, you don't look at it, you don't measure it, you don't, you, don't, you just don't get it. Well, then you never know what tools you have in your tool belt. If you don't know what tools are, how do you have any confidence moving forward? So there's a reflection piece. Once you understand what character traits have been evolved, you know, through this period of time, we go through an introspection piece. Now, in order for you to gain trust in yourself or trust in a skill set, you need to know where it came from. If I said, you know, you're, you're, you're strong and you go, oh, cool, I'm strong, ripper. If you don't know where it came from, how are you going to measure it? How are you going to understand what strength means? Right. Well, when you've been beaten, pushed down, trodden, and you've got up time and time again, you understand the level of resilience and courage and, and so forth thing that you've got because now you understand where it came from. Now, in the introspection piece, we understand what your relationships are, how they intertwine, how they've been affected. Do they fill your cup, take, take from your cup? We have a deep dive into the expectations you have in those areas. If you have expectations in those areas, do these expectations need to be adjusted, tweaked, modified? Or alternatively, do we need to add or include or take away some of the boundaries that we put in place? So these could be relationships with your parents, with your kids, with your brothers and sisters, with work colleagues, whole host of things like that. We understand all of these relationships, because everything is intertwined. Why do we think the way that we are? So we go through a whole form of seven layers of evolution. Now, I know I'm getting technical, so I'll, I'll sort of back that off a little bit, although you have told me to dig deep a couple of times. But effectively- I oh, know, we want the dig deeping, yeah. Right. But once we understand what you've gone through, what it's actually evolved within you, and we identify and understand it, you can then be grateful for these new lessons. You can see things through new vision because you're now not longer looking at the trauma. You're looking at how you've evolved as a human. Once you understand you've actually got something to hang on to, when you know where that came from, you can actually now say, oh, crap, I have resilience. I know where it came from. Well, you know where it came from. I can trust it because I know the depths that it's gone. So I know how far I can be pushed. I've actually, wow, I thought I was worthless. I've got resilience. I thought I was worthless. I've got courage. I thought I was worthless. I've got compassion. I thought I was worthless. I've got empathy and so on and so forth, right? And what resides at the center core of consciousness? What is the one thing that we see in humanity above all else? It's character. Always is, always has been, and we're not educated on it. And once you understand what character resides within you, you understand where it came from. You can start understanding who you are. Let's just recap. We've talked about reflection. We've understood our past and we've, we've now got a new perspective on it. We've looked at introspection, right? So we now understand the character that resides within us, what the journey has done to us, how we've evolved and what we can trust in. Once you understand all that, there is now no need for the trauma. You don't need to bring it forward. 
It's served its purpose. It's taught you the lessons that you have now learned. Now, it's not that we have chosen that path to get these lessons. It's just the path you've traveled. So it's not like we were recommending this is the way you want to have what I've got. You need to do this. But trust me, you won't get resilience if you haven't gone through these sorts of tests. You may have, you may, you may be born with a level of resilience, right? But it's not going to compare to someone that's battled day in, day out to get here. I'll just say that anyone listening, Jamie isn't flogging the Rise program. We've discussed this before. <laughs> when people meet Jamie for the first time, they think they they think he's a bit of an ass. Is that right? Like, what's what did you say before? <laughs> Aggressive. No, well, the comments that I get is is when they've heard me when they when they see my TikToks. The first thing they do is they get an image of me. Right. So that's the first thing they see, and they go, "Right, mass murderer." Right, <laughs> or like someone who's like had a really harsh background, or like a commando, or like someone. I get asked, you know, if I'm in the armed forces and all those sorts of things. You know, I've got tattoos. I do. You know, I lift weights. I'm, I'm, you know, I've got a crew cut, so I look a particular way. And I get a lot of comments where people sort of start the comment by going, "No insult. Um, wasn't expecting that." <laughs> right, right. Wasn't expecting the lovely, <clears throat> caring, open, beautiful person that you are, which is what I see. Um, I'll take it. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. I, I think they're just not expecting. I'm. I, I can potentially look like the stereotypical bloke that is a narcissist, or all the subjects that I talk about. I could be the stereotypical bully. I could be the stereotypical asshole. I could be the stereotypical chauvinist. I could be the stereotypical, you know, assault, sexual assault, whatever. Yep. I could be that stereotypical um, person because I've got tattoos and skinhead, and you know, I, I talk. You know, I've got a trade background, a business background. The difference is I come with a different message. So, mm. um, you know, what we're talking about here is how to overcome this. You've left a relationship. You know, what do we do to support them? You know, and you've got to give them love and support. Right. So then it, we're into severance. We're detaching from the past. You know, I use an analogy here of um, the exercise I go through here is I say, okay, if, you, if you're going to walk through, we're in a relatively small backyard and we're on the concrete, right, paving. And we're going to the back shed. And in between you and the back shed is grass. Five metres, ten metres of grass. Now, in this backyard, there's three Great Dane dogs. In between the path and the shed, when you walk across it in your bare feet, what are you going to be looking for? Little bombs. Little bombs. Now, they're not (laughs) going to be little. These are Great Danes. So, medium-sized bombs. <laughs> They're going to be dirty, great, big, right? That's what you're going to be looking for. So, my question is to you, why? Well, it was landmines is probably- Landmines, <laughs> perfect. Why Why are you looking for them? Well, because you don't really want to step in a landmine. Why? Especially a fresh one. Yeah, why? Because you, you break open the skin that forms in the outside of feces and it releases a smell and then they get stuck in your foot and then you have to clean their foot and it's not the most pleasant experience. How do you know that? Because I've done it before. Right. So, you suffered the trauma- <laughs> right and you've brought through the lessons the wisdom the knowledge and the experience now this is just a really comical if you like analogy yeah but have you brought the landmine forward have you brought that dog crap forward you left it behind because it stunk right you yeah. cleaned it off you learned the lesson you got the knowledge you got the wisdom you got the experience now when you walk out on lawn you actually know where it came from but if I said to you, okay, so tell me, when was that time you tried in dog crap for the first time that you learned all this? You're going to go, I don't have a clue. Yeah. And it's like, you're right. You know why? Because you detached from it. I reckon it would have been on the farm if I was running and I stepped in some kind of animal poo. It wouldn't have been the dog to start. No, it was probably a cow pat. Yeah. But then when we have a, a significant psychological trauma, we leave the lessons, the knowledge, the experience, the wisdom 
where it happened because we don't look for it, but we bring the trauma forward. So when I ask the questions, tell me about your life. You know, I was sexually assaulted. I was abused. I was beaten. I was, you know, in a narcissistic relation. I was gaslighted. You know, I was with the sociopath. So what we're doing is we're actually reverse engineering this. Yeah. Right. So the severance piece is detaching it and leaving where it belongs. We don't need to bring the trauma. Who wants to get- Is carrying the trauma with you every single day working for you and getting you closer to your goals and making you fulfilled and happy? No. So leave it. We don't need- When we get to the severance piece, when you've gone through this process, the question isn't, do you want to put it down? Because by the time we get to this stage, people are going, it's already down. So my question to them is, do you want to pick it back up? How many people say yes? How many people actually pick it up? Um, there's a small percentage of people that will um, spend some time. They won't pick it up again, but they will definitely spend some time looking at it and reflecting. <laughs> That's such a good metaphor. I love this. I'm loving this. <laughs> um, but you've got it. Okay. So then we, we go back to, right? See, once you've, once you've gone through a process- you can actually then in your, and because it's a self-discovery journey, mm. you can actually re-follow these, you can retrace these steps. Yeah. Right. So I can spend some time looking back and reflecting because, I mean, we have bad days. And you know what I say to people when they say, oh, oh no, I've, I've gone backwards. It's like, no, you haven't. You've gone forwards. This is part of the journey. Mm. Sometimes you've got to take a little look back and you're like, so here we are. Do you want to pick it back up? No. But recognize the terminology change. Mm. Do you want to pick it back up? What does that mean? So they're recognizing that there's a lesson in there. They've recognized that they've let it go. Right. Okay. Do you want to pick it back up? You can't pick something up that you're already carrying. Damn it. See, my mind's going straight to the dog shit analogy. (laughs) I'm like imagining someone crouching around some old emotional dog shit that's just lying on there. Yeah. So you're now on the path. Right. You're looking at that landmine. Yeah. Right? Which is your trauma. Yeah. And you're going, do I want to pick that up with my bare hands again? As opposed to when we started this process going, I'm carrying it. I want to get rid of it. I need to put it down. Right. Significant difference. And you've got to pick up on the subtleties of the language. Right. I often pick up on language because it's in language that our subconscious works and our subconscious works at about a thousand times that of our conscious mind. Mm. Yes, it's horrific. We're not playing down how horrendous it is. But what we're saying is it happened, right? You're here today. How have you evolved as a consequence of that horrible thing? Just because you don't see it doesn't make it doesn't mean it doesn't happen. If I punish you and say, right, every single day, right, I'm going to abuse you. Here is a 50 kilo bit of steel and you're going to lift that a hundred times every single day. That's how I'm abusing you. A couple of years later, I'm going to come back and you're going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right? And I'll say, what did you learn? You're going to go, nothing. And I'll go, yeah, you're 68 kilo when I met you. You're 130 kilo ripped, you know, muscle truck, you know. And it's like, yeah, but I didn't want to be a muscle truck. It's like, no, but you are. All right? The reality in this, you're not a muscle truck, but your character is resilience, strength, bravery, empathy, compassion, love, determination, creativity. Mm. All these things you've had to use just to survive. You know, your truth. Your wisdom, your, your, you know, purpose, your courage, they've all evolved. Mm. It's just that you haven't looked at it that way. Mm. So you have an entire toolbox. Why do you feel like you haven't got worth? Because you've got a toolbox and you're not looking inside it. Mm. Once you look inside, open the lid 
And you go, holy crap, that's full. And you go, yeah, it's full. Mm. Okay, so that's S. All right, so that's S. All right, All right, and then we move on to evolution. Yeah. Right, so, so we've had this trauma. We've been stuck. We've felt like there's no self-worth, yet we're now free. That's gone. That's a thing of the past. So the thing we do at the end and not the start is what's your purpose? You now understand who you are. You understand where it comes from. Now, what do you want to do? What direction do you want to take your life in? Because whether you think or say you can or you can't, you'll be right. Absolutely. You'll know this at this point. Mm. What do you want to do in your life? What do you want to bring into your life? What will make you fulfilled? A lot of people look for happiness, but it's not happiness that we're after. We're after fulfillment. Happiness is part of fulfillment. Now, we can have that as a complete debate, <laughs> but it's an interesting point. All right. But it's you need fulfillment. You need to feel, feel, full, filled. <laughs> and there's a tongue twister, or it is for me anyway. Feel fulfilled. Full. You need to feel fulfilled. Feel fulfilled. Yeah, that was the E. So, um, so that that takes you through the progress. Um, that takes you through the process that you need to get out the other side. The other thing you've got to do is take 100% responsibility for your life. And through this program, you will absolutely learn that. It is one of the most liberating things that you can do to be 100% responsible with your, in your own life. Why it is liberating, why it is freeing is because when you take 100% responsibility for your life, no longer will you take responsibility for the life of others and their actions. See, a lot of narcissists are going to try and dump on you and make you feel guilty. They're going to do it in 9 million different ways. You're a bad parent. You're a bad this. You're a do that. You're, you're abusing. You're using the kids. You're do, right? Manipulation on manipulation on manipulation on manipulation. As I said in the morning, when a narcissist said good morning, recognize that it's a lie. <laughs> I love these little grabs. Right? It is so true. When they say good morning, yeah. it's a lie. It's part of the manipulation. Because we all know behind good morning, there's going to be something. You'll pay for it one way or another. When you are 100% responsibility for your thoughts, your actions, your motivations, your understandings, your learnings, your everything that goes on in your life, then no longer can the words of a narcissist affect you. Oh, if you do this, I'm going to. It's like, well, if you've got 100% responsibility, you might going to stick a pen in your eye. That's your problem. I don't care the level. And they'll, they'll use end-of-life tactics to try and manipulate the situation. It's got nothing to do with you. You don't control them. You never did. They controlled you, right? It hasn't reversed because it's ta- all you've done is regain control of you. It's recognizing that. You've got to set little things to make yourself trust yourself because when you trust yourself, you respect yourself, right? So when you set a boundary and you manage that boundary, there's a little bit of trust. That's a win. When you win, right, based on something you've done for yourself that way, you have respect. When you have respect, you have self-worth. When you have self-worth, you have self-love. It follows the chain. The process and steps that you need to go through that are critical is you need to go through a, a, a reflection step where you look into the significance and events of your past, you recognize them, you look at them with new perspective to see them in different light and find gratitude for the lessons that you can bring forward. Not that you had to go through it, but from the lessons you bring forward. You then move into an understanding of yourself, what relationships you've had and how they've worked, served for you or against you. Understand that, um, and that that's an introspection piece. And we go a deep dive into introspection, so you understand who you are, why you are the you are the way you are, where has it come from, and what character resides within you. The next thing that would be helpful for you to do is then to detach from the trauma. Once you bring the lessons, the wisdom, the knowledge, and the experience forward, there is no longer a need for for the trauma. It no longer serves you. 
and you're actually able to put it down. The final thing that you need to do to conclude this is to understand an evolutionary piece where you look at your purpose and set a clear path forward so you can achieve whatever it is you want to achieve in life and find fulfillment. There's are four very clear steps you can use once you've left a narcissistic or abusive relationship to find out who you are and become the best human that you already are. Absolutely. Um, Mr. Jamie, thank, thank you, you so much for chatting to me again. I'm always learning so much from you. That's my privilege. Thanks for listening to another episode, folks. Uh, hanging out with Jamie Ryder as usual. Listen, I, I really appreciate your time for listening to this. I, 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 I love... Um, being able to pass on my experience and knowledge to you. I hope that you've found benefit in it. Um, and, yeah, thanks. 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 <laughs> um, if you guys want to find out more about Jamie Ryder, best place is to jump onto his website. He's got a whole bunch of awesome courses there that can get you through whatever trouble you're having in life, in trauma, and in business. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And if you want to know more about the great man himself, Rob Cott. I want to hand over to him. He's building a tiny home. It's all on a YouTube channel. You can find it at T is for tiny. Uh, Yep, just type that into the search browser on YouTube. And everybody, thank you so much for your time. Stay strong.